Coming to you from the long-running music review website, adobeandteardrops.com. Both got hooked on the sweet temptation. Bringing you all of the amazing music that you're missing. I found my peace hidden in the story. My death will hold no need for mourning. From New York to Florida and all around the world, Rachel and Vaughn bring you the Adobe and Teardrops podcast. Both got hooked on the sweet temptation. Some ethical final destination. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Adobe and Teardrops, episode 95. This week is the top 10 of 2019, and I'm very excited about it. So excited. And for reasons I'll explain later, I'm not going to make a separate Patreon cut or, you know, non-Patreon cut. Everyone gets to listen to two songs from each of these albums because they're incredible. First album up is M. Lockwood Porter's Communion in the Ashes. I was really fortunate to get to write about it for No Depression, and... um For most of the albums I'm going to feature in this episode, I'm trying to feature songs that I didn't put on the original episode, just so you get a little more variety for anyone who's been listening for a while. But with this first song, Get Back to the Wild, I'm shaking my head and I realize you can't see that. It's kind of the perfect song, so we're going to start out with that. After Get Back to the Wild, you'll hear Communion in the Ashes. of youth that's when the wildness flowed within me like an artery of truth i used to guide my car down barren highways late into the night in pursuit of some salvation or a brilliant flash of light it's been an odyssey upon the sea of capital and fear where the market and the state conspire to grind you in the gears but now the freedom's buzzing around me like the wisdom of a child i never thought it'd take so many years to get back to the wild I went to the revival to get closer to the Lord But only found the serpent preacher Spreading sickness with his words At first I listened to his story And it helped me to get by But I was just listed all the things I wanted to do before I died Well every father's generation Plots how its sons will be killed Yet always Isaac follows Abraham So calmly up the hill But there was something stirring deep inside Those years I was exiled I never thought it'd take so many years to get to the wild to get back to the wild to get back to the wild to get back to the wild 
see the ministers and the managers they prepare for this in school. I see another comet coming and they're loading up on fuel. I see the publicists and the prophets stand there sneering in the void. I see the waiters and the drivers watch and wait to be destroyed. I see the beast inside his cage, hear it roaring at the sky. I see that there are ancient passions in our blood that never die. I see a hastening reparation for the nature we defied.
back in school They taught me to tell it slam Something new Don't pour us up With cheap romance But then my bed Is actually cold And my heart Actually broke And I learned There was
Walking round the grocery store Only you know what you look Lockwood Porter, you heard the unmistakable voice of Karen Pittleman from Karen and the Sorrows with the band's album from the summer, was it? I think? I don't know. Time moves so weirdly for me this year. Guaranteed Broken Heart. First song you heard was Far Away, and after that was You Are My Country Music. Anytime Karen and the Sorrows puts out an album, it's definitely going to be in my top 10 at the year end. I loved the way that Karen kind of pushed more into acoustic instrumentation with this album and all the witchiness at first uh i wasn't quite sure what to make of it it just wasn't as hard-edged as some of the other albums which i preferred but i knew that with time it was going to grow on me and it certainly did so thanks again karen for being amazing doing all that you do on stage and off stage i think uh, this album also gave me one of my favorite concert memories at the release party (laughs) There is a song on the album called Third Time's a Charm, and uh, there was a problem with the sound, and we couldn't hear the fiddle solo, so they agreed to play the song over again (laughs) at the end of the set, and then because it's called Third Time's a Charm, we all demanded that they play it for a third time in the set, and it was just a sweet little moment for everybody. After that, you heard Yola for a number eight spot with Love All Night, Work All Day, and the song Far Away Look, both from her debut solo album, Walk Through Fire. Oh, (laughs) I didn't realize what I did there. Uh, But I will say for Yola, this album has received a couple of different Grammy nominations, which are very well-deserved. The reason I'm laughing at the album title is, although I had a wonderful Christmas, on December 26th at around 5.15pm, my next-door neighbor had a really serious fire in her apartment. Anyone who's been listening to the podcast knows my neighbor from her guest appearances, from ringing my doorbell while I'm recording or while I'm interviewing other people, or just kind of talking while and singing very loudly while she's walking underneath my window. She's also the neighbor who has organized the Secret Santa in the apartment building, and this year people from outside of the building also requested presents, and uh, I got a real kick out of 
delivering presents to somebody down the block who I otherwise never would have met. So it's really upsetting to not have her next door for a lot of reasons. And uh, I'm thinking about ways I can help her out. But also uh, the apartment above her and the apartment above that one are also damaged. And I just found out today that a few people are also not able to go back to their apartments, even though they weren't directly damaged by the fire. So stay tuned to that. I'll probably be donating the Patreon money to anyone who needs assistance. Fortunately, I have renter's insurance. So somebody came in the day after the fire, took my curtains, took my rug, took all my clothes to a specialty dry cleaner. Um, Nothing really got messed up in here. The only thing that I was really worried about once we ran outside during the fire was this portrait of my grandmother's. Uh, It is a portrait of my grandmother, and uh, it's on the wall that is connected to my neighbor's apartment and directly across from the kitchen where the fire started. So I was freaking out about that, but nothing else. And part of the reason for that is because I knew pretty quickly that nobody was actually going to be injured by this fire. Most of the people got out of the building because it was in the early evening. I was texting with a neighbor of mine on the third floor, and... The firefighters made everybody on his floor and the two floors above shelter in place, which meant that they weren't really worried about it spreading. Uh, So I got away with some smoke damage, excuse me, and a little bit of water damage, probably also because my upstairs neighbor, who does not seem to be home, has a dishwasher that has been flooding and leaking into my apartment. Awesome. And this only made it worse. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure that for a lot of people, your New Year's resolutions are to sort of pare down on the things you buy, pare down on the things you already own. Uh, I'll say one way to do that is to think about what would you run back into a burning building to get? For me, it was nothing but that portrait. Everything else is replaceable or not very expensive, and I had insurance, so I wasn't too worried about it, worst case scenario. And I have insurance cleaning my carpet, so few complaints. Uh, I am wearing some clothing that was literally sitting out on my bed during the fire, and it does not smell. But between the water and the smoke, I just wanted to get the clothing and everything out of here and cleaned just in case. I mean, I was surprised I even took my shoes and my baseball caps, so whatever they're doing is uh, super duper. Well... We had some fire. Now we're going to get some forest. Also, my numbering is reversed. So I'm counting backwards. This would be my number seven album. An American Forest with O Bronder, Donder Yonder, which I also got to review for No Depression. Uh, This was actually not an album I listened to very much after I wrote the review, but it's really sort of hung in my head just in terms of like, It's overall beauty. If you purchase the album, I encourage you to read the liner notes. Forrest really put a lot of thought and effort and a lot of credit to his influences, which is sort of unusual to see and something I really appreciate. An American Forrest, spelled with two R's, uh, his real name is Forrest Van Tweel, I think is how he pronounces it. He is a cowboy, like a real cowboy for most of the year, and then goes on tour when and records in the winter when the work slows down and uh this album is really a tribute to cowboy poetry 
as well as his own experiences of just like being in the high mountains of the Pacific Northwest and having a lot of time to think about things. The first song you're going to hear from O Bronder, Donder Yonder, has the title lyric in it. It's called Lady Godiva, which if I recall is the name of his horse. After that, you'll hear Rawhide. Your horses are hungry I will be there in the morning Those hills are sweet as honey Flowers are falling My face in a tangle Our horses call one another And they get a little harder to handle Lady Godiva, ride me higher I'm as steady as steady can be Slick in the hide, I spent my whole life free The past comes creeping in Was I born just to be born again? When will I cease repeating this cycle? I was a weed within a Your head's on fire I will be there at the river I will meet you for your baptizing I promised a plain song And I, I sang you a river Won't be wearing this fear for too long I stand at the bank beneath the moon And I shiver and
Country far from the rain, yeah. Stretched out my soul to dry. Well, I turned my face to the far flung sun. Didn't learn to coil rope till I was nearly hung. I smell every rose till my nose got stung, and I made my share of mistakes. And darling, you weren't one. I was as green as April down in Hell's Canyon. But the finest of the fading light don't come till just before night. 90% of love is reckless abandon The other half is learning not to run Keeping an affair to say I love you in our lungs And finding forgiveness for the wrongs we ain't yet done I've made my share of mistakes and darling you weren't one Your tongue could ever think to twist holes Hula, hand me in your hip shot, honey And drag me to your fire Burn your brand on my twelfth rib It's yours for the taking and the least I can give And love's as wild as it felt when we were young It's twice as dangerous as mama bears and guns We need it more than the morning needs the sun I made my share of mistakes and darling you were one Well I made my share of mistakes and darling you were one well, I got my fair share of mistakes left to make them by the time I'm through I'm damn sure that you won't be one Hi dog bun, your sister's a nun Oh, bronder donder yonder
I'm just trying to make it through the night In this town where the lights go out too early I'm not good, but I'm gonna be alright Cause I love the very bones of you The ashes and the dust I do not know the difference between my wants and musts Sometimes it isn't enough for the best you can do But I love the very bones of you In this town where the lights go out to earth the only thing I know that's shining bright In this town where the lights go out too early You make me want to stick it out and fight Cause I love the very bones of you sorrows and the joys and I'll find a way to reach you through this shouting and this noise world of seven billion no it don't care much for two but I love the very bones of you I love the very bones Well, I think it's about time I had a drink From the gin I keep wrapped up under my sink I'm probably gonna have more than a few Cause when I feel this low, that's what I do It's what I
If I'm blacked out at some party trying to fill the hole you Get you in good time For now I'll medicate this Beat down heart of mine And breathing in the air. 
So my number six album of the year sort of came to me pretty late in the year. That's Catherine the Great's Jigsaw Puzzles and Pink Wine. It, I don't know. This is kind of like the thing about these lists. They tend to be really personal. You might listen to it and think, but why did she put this ahead of Yola? Or, for example, and uh, I think uh, Catherine and I have spoken a lot <laughs> over Twitter. We seem to have a lot of things in common, including being twins. So a lot of songs resonated with me personally, just sort of about being queer, about being kind of more masculine of center, figuring out how to settle in to adulthood, especially when you grew up ne- without necessarily having like role models in your immediate family or without really having many expectations for what adulthood was going to look like because we knew that growing up, or at least we thought that the pathways that we wanted, well, I'll speak for myself, you know, having a family or getting married, were closed off to us, and then those things changed. So the first song is a more lighthearted tune, and I think it shows Catherine's uh, sort of playful songwriting with Hungover at Dollywood. And then the song after that, Bones, I think touched on to those themes that I just spoke about. After that was Jason Hawk Harris, who has been deservedly making a lot of people's year-end lists with Love in the Dark. Really an incredible album that I encourage you to listen all the way through. I'm concerned that I kind of spoiled it a little bit with the songs I did include. The first one was Cussing at the Light. And then the second song was the last song on the whole album. And again, I encourage you to listen to this as an entire album because Grandfather comes at the end of a series of songs about addiction, frustration, and loneliness, and then you get that. So if you thought it was impactful while you were listening to it on the podcast, imagine listening to it at the end of an entire album. So Jason really swung for the fences and hit that grand slam in the ninth inning of the World Series. I'm super happy for him. I don't think he'll mind that I say I'm proud of him. And I really can't wait to see what's coming for him in 2020. So before we get into the last four, I did want to take a minute to uh, discuss something I've been talking about on Twitter with somebody else, which is uh, including as many voices as possible in Americana. So this person and I followed each other on Twitter. Sort of there's a small group of DJs and journalists, etc., who talk about like, the problem of sexism within country and Americana music. Um, no Depression, which sort of focuses on more independent artists, like the kinds of artists you hear on this podcast, published its readers poll. So I just retweeted it and said, hey, if you think that Americana doesn't have like a diversity problem, let's look at this list. Like, there's only a couple of women in the top 10, one of whom is married to the man, <laughs> to one of the men on this list uh very few people of color only three queer people two of whom are in a band and not a solo artist and then i pointed out there's no trans people at all in the top 50. and then this person responded and said well are there any trans people you would put on the list and i said not this year so to her we went back and forth a little bit but to her that seemed to sort of prove the argument. So I do want to spend a little time talking about it because she seemed done 
but this is my podcast and I can talk about what I want. So, uh, you know, I talked on Twitter about like the issue of access for trans musicians in particular, but I think this was true of any uh, sort of minority, especially within a genre that's been coded as a uh, male and white and straight since its inception, where if you don't have access to recording equipment, if you don't have access to touring time because you're working a minimum wage job, if you don't have the ability to travel by yourself safely, or even in a band safely, uh, that's going to impact your ability to have any kind of visibility with a magazine like No Depression. On top of that, uh, yeah, I don't really get too many country or Americana submissions from trans artists, but the ones I've been receiving, uh, yeah, I think like it goes back to that discussion of access. I think um, they're pretty rough. I think, uh, you know, just to make a generalization, some people, I think it's their first album. I think that's a combination of having resources, especially if you've already transitioned medically, that costs a bunch of money and a lot of time. Uh, that means you're probably not spending money on booking a studio or home studio equipment. Um, I've also received music from artists this year who have transitioned recently. And so I can only imagine how vulnerable it is to have gotten used to your singing voice. And then all of a sudden it sounds very different. And so I've noticed that people who have, whose music I've heard in the past, and then they've started taking hormones, um, tend to release short albums while they sort of figure out how to use their voice now that it's changed. Um, but I've also noticed that there tends to be more, like, hmm, more of a network of trans musicians in the punk music scene, probably in the pop music scene. So I think it really is worth <laughs> discussing, like, what is different about country music and Americana? Why are there, or folk, as a broader umbrella, why aren't we seeing as many trans artists in these genres compared to punk? Or is it just that uh, they're not gaining visibility? I'm not going to say I know every single queer country artist. Uh, and I try to make sending music to me as easy as possible, but of course I'm always going to miss some people. Uh, but the arguments that this person we're using are exactly the same arguments that people are using against including women on country music radio in particular. There aren't enough. Maybe they aren't good enough. And to that, I'd say, like, well, it's that's not true. So why aren't there are more people, what are the barriers and how do we identify them and how do we eliminate them? So while it's true that I came out publicly and pointing out that there are very few trans artists on anyone's top 50 or top 10 list, there are also very few trans artists in the genre and I hope that going to 2020 that can be more of a real conversation instead of people trying to hide behind their transphobia. <sighs> I felt really nervous saying all that, but now I feel great getting it off my chest. Someone who has no problem getting stuff off their chest, at least at least publicly, is Micah Schnabel. You knew I was going to get this album, which is kind of like snuck in in like the very beginning of December onto my top 10 list. So for me this year, it was number four. Uh, Michael Schnabel put out his album, The Teenage Years of the 21st Century, a couple weeks ago on Bandcamp. 
Uh, he, I think he tried a lot of av- other avenues for getting the record out and then just decided to sort of put it out himself. The album was began as songs recorded at his kitchen table and then gave it the full band treatment. Yeah, I mean, if you've never heard his music before, just get ready to sit down because you're not going to have any choice but to listen. Micah's lyrics are so powerful and really capture moments, especially moments in history, so powerfully. So first up is Remain Silent, and after that is New Shoes. immigrants talks about it on the internet he lives in a town that's 96 percent white so how do i talk to him and try not to fight with an angry white cis world male stereotype who's treated into anger with his personal failures on people who happen to have different color skin the world around him is changing so evolving he's raging because in his head this entire world is just about him he throws a grown-up sized tantrum if you ask him to share with someone who has less than him he asks why should I care? Well, when did being a decent human being become political? And how have we become so dark-hearted and cynical? That being pro-library is a device of stands. They want to privatize reading so pockets don't stand a chance. As that little boy king sits alone on his throne, threatening nuclear war from a free app on his phone. Humility, civility, stability, you're killing me. We left all these things to die a long time ago. And I'm glad I don't have children to try and explain that being murdered at school is just part of the game. Stack your desk against the doors and try to ignore being surrounded by chaos and pain. So Michael, what's your point? Well, before I go, I wanted to try and say something about hope and not letting anger tear us apart, not carrying the weight of hate in our hearts. There can be brilliance and failure and there can be growth and pain in all human beings. We're all basically the same We're sticky worse than water We hide from the rain We remember the faces But we forget the names We're wearing different uniforms But we're playing the same game If it all falls apart We only have ourselves to blame The golden rule is bleeding It's covered in blood And I know in these wounded times These words, they are never enough But these words, they are all Can be their own forms of hell Well I am all 
always searching for empathy But this toxic masculinity is bumming out our entire human scene Well, me, I've been dealing by eating my feelings and buying myself new shoes. I tend to be vain and self-destructive when I feel I've got nothing to lose. Why do we refuse to teach little boys it's okay to say I love you? Or to say that something is beautiful and not be referring to someone they're attracted to? Or that it's okay to cry and you don't need a reason why you can be sad and angry For empathy, but this toxic masculinity Well, it's bumming out our entire human scene Well, I'm always searching for empathy But this toxic masculinity Bumming out our entire Well, it's bumming out our entire Yes, bumming out our entire human scene free from another to walk into another
yet. This is the check one, two. The check three, four. You know who it is. You see, I tried to be everything you ever want, or ever want, you ever would ask me to be, baby. who buy them and sell them are knaves. What I hear of their hardships, their tortures and groans, it's almost enough to draw pity from stones. I pity them greatly, but I must be mum, for how could we do without sugar and rum? Especially sugar, so needful we see. What, give up our desserts, our coffee and tea? Besides, if we do, the French, Dutch, and Danes will heartily thank us, no doubt, for our pains. If we do not buy the poor creatures, they will, and tortures and groans will be multiplied still.
am shocked at prisoners in the mines, and kids sewing clothes for our most famous lines. What I hear of their wages seems slavery indeed. It's enough that I fear it's all rooted in greed. I pity them greatly, but I must be mum, for what about nickel, cobalt, lithium? The garments we wear, the electronics we own, what? Give up our tablets, our laptops and phones. Besides, if we do, the prices will soar, and who could afford to pay one dollar more? Sitting here typing, it seems well worth the price, and you there, listening on your favorite device. This bargain we're in, well, it's not quite illicit. So relax, my friend. We're not all complicit.
Dr. Micah Schnabel, you heard my number three album for 2019, Brittany Howard's album Jamie, the former Alabama Shake singer, struck off on her own, sort of explored with more jazz and pop than with Americana, and I love the result. The first song you heard was Tomorrow, and after that was Baby. My number two artist of the year couldn't be anyone but our native daughters with their debut album, Songs of Our Native Daughters. The first song you heard was Barbados, which is sort of like spoken word and instrumental. And the second one was Black Myself. I sort of struggled to pick two songs from the album because I think that covers so much ground. A lot of the songs are very much in your face and very difficult listening about the experience of enslaved African people and their descendants in this country. On the other hand, there is also a lot of music about joy. And I couldn't really sort of settle on, did I want to have two songs that were difficult listening? Because I think those songs haven't really been featured in the coverage of this band. On the other hand, like... The whole point of this album is that the Black experience is not simply about suffering, but that suffering is always sort of in the background. So I'm hoping that by picking these two songs, uh, I was able to sort of fairly cover the spread of this album. But really the best and most fairest way for me to cover this album is to encourage you to listen to it if you haven't already. I did get it on vinyl for Christmas, and I'm super excited to sit down and experience it in its full glory. And that's just through the speakers in my work computer. So before we get to my number one artist, if you want to send me music and maybe be on my top 10 of 2020, you can do that through submithub.com. I listen to all submissions, whether or not you pay for the submissions or they're free. If you want to support this podcast financially, you can do that by subscribing to our Patreon. You can join me in a couple weeks. I got to sit down and pick a date. But doing all this cleanup and stuff has sort of jumbled up my calendar. Um, but you can join me on Discord while I record the podcast with other listeners. You can get extra long episodes, just like the one you just are received. And uh, yeah, that's another way to chit-chat with me about music. Or you can also donate through Kofi. It's a one-time commitment, and any little bit helps. Like I said, I'm trying to figure out the best and most equitable way to fundraise for my neighbors, but I will probably be using the Kofi and Patreon donations from this month to do that. Otherwise, I do use the Patreon money to buy records from artists who did not submit their work to me themselves, so I can support them both financially and in terms of uh, spreading a little bit of word of mouth. If you want to find out more about me or get in touch or find out about my comic book Artema, I have a link to my link tree in the show notes, and you can find anything you want to know there. So that being said, here's number one. I featured Abigail LaPelle's album Getaway, I think in like the first or second episode of this year. And in that episode, I said, I've already found my top album of the year. That did not change for me. This was probably the album I went back to and listened to the most throughout the year. So first up, you'll hear Sparrow for a Heart. After that, you'll hear Leningrad, both from the album Getaway. Thanks so much for listening, as always, in music we trust, in music we believe. Take care of each other. Mm-hmm. 
and a red wings eyes And I left my home made of sticks and stones From the fallen skies Run, run, all the colors of the rainbow spun out Still my heart Don't start Don't start bleeding the blood red sea Don't let the earthworms and carrying crows get the best of me Green, green and red and blue were the colors no more Only beating
All original content is copyright Adobe and Teardrops. All original music is copywritten by their respective artists.